Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's head right to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line and our good friend, the native St. Louis and product of the Lindenwood University, the one and only Greg Amsinger, joins us as he does every Thursday morning at this time on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I am doing really well, Randy. I feel refreshed. I had a day off yesterday. It was 90 degrees here in New Jersey. I went and played golf with uh, my agent. Played really well. Had a great dinner. Watched baseball all night. I, I mean, I, I really can't ask for a better Wednesday. It was it was great. All right. So uh, you played golf with Ari Gold. Was Lloyd there? <laughs> <laughs> Love Lloyd. No, no, no. We're not getting along right now. So it was just the two of us. It was just the two of us. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, I want to start with this. Last night. Tie game, 3-3, sixth inning. Cardinals bring in Henesis Cabrera. He hits Bryce Harper, then he hits D.D. Gregorius. Mike Schilt obviously would like to take him out, but he can't because of the three-batter minimum. And I want to know if you know of anybody besides your boss, the commissioner, that likes the three-batter minimum rule. I, I think the idea uh, is a step in the right direction to keep the game moving. We were seeing way too many... Uh, pitching changes um, and managers really got into the matchup game. So it was getting out of hand. And especially in the month of September when the games mattered uh, into the postseason. But what happened last night to me, I don't think it's, it's the three batter minimum. I, I, I know that's what everyone's talking about. Home plate umpire, the, the crew chief, you got to get him out of the game. You, you just eject a guy. And, and it's not because you think he's a bad person. If he is, detrimental to the safety of the other team, get him out of the game. And, and that was Joe Girardi's argument. That's why he was so upset. After you hit Bryce Harper in the face with 96 miles an hour, and then you trill the next hitter, and then you've got Andrew McCutcheon shaking in his boots, like, why do I have to face this guy? Like, <laughs> if, if the kid doesn't have it, then the, the, the umpires are there to make sure players are still safe. And to me, you got to get the pitcher out of the game. The fact that, oh, this is the rule. He's got to drill someone else. Like, no, that's, that, that makes no sense to me. I understood completely why, why Joe Girardi was upset. Um, I don't mind the rule, the three batter minimum. Any idea that is keeping the game moving in one direction, the specialist stuff I'm not a fan of. You know, and I say that as, as Dan Plesak, one of my great friends, he would not have had an 18-year career if he wasn't a lefty specialist. He came in to get Barry Bonds out, and then they took him out. He came in to get Mo Vaughn out, and then they took him out. I, I think we need to make sure guys can contribute more than just that. So I'm okay with the rule, but last night it really wasn't about the rule to me. You had to get this kid out of the game. Greg, speaking of changes to the game, the Pioneer League announced that they're going to decide games with a home run derby instead of extra innings. Your thoughts? 
Uh, it's fun. Uh, again, anything that's uh, we're trying something new. Clearly, as you can see, baseball as a whole is making an attempt to be different and and, and to be more exciting. These ideas aren't just coming from the pioneer league. I mean, major league baseball has their toe in all of these pools to try to get excitement and see what works. I don't know if this will be the answer in the major league baseball product. If this takes off in the pioneer league only because, you know, one of the cool things that I get to do is, is I get to MC the home run derby, the major league home run derby during the all-star week. And to be on the field, you know, with a microphone in my hand, getting the crowd fired up and interacting with the guys competing, I get to see how exhausting it is for these guys up close to swing that hard that many times. And I'm not saying these guys are going to, you know, try to hit 40 home runs like Pete Alonso, but you know what? Like three days in a row, let's say back to back extra inning games, you got your big bopper and, and he's doing this home run derby to decide back-to-back games health of players is number one and it's vital that's why i'm not a fan of moving the mound back even a foot guys are used to what they're used to when it comes to the mechanics of how they pitch and how they swing and and home run derby to me is going to teach bad habits and and the over swinging i can just see pulled oblique left and right but again as, as i as i curb my enthusiasm for some of this change i'm excited that we're trying new things. That, that to me, puts a smile on my face. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network, with us on 101 ESPN. Hey, Greg, the other day, the Yankees traded Mike Talkman to the Giants for mm-hmm. a middling left-hander. Uh, Mike Talkman, a nice left-handed hitting outfielder, was not having a good year, didn't have a good year last year. I still would have liked to have seen the Cardinals get him. I am 100% with you. I said that exact same thing in commercial break when I found out that he was traded to the Giants. I, I like him a lot. I liked him when he came up in the Colorado Rockies system. Uh, he, he's athletic. He can steal you a base. Remember, he got hot a couple of years ago with the New York Yankees when they acquired him. We didn't know why they did. Brian Cashman out of nowhere goes and gets some Talkman guy, some Voight guy, and no one understands why. And all these guys did was take off. Uh, Gio Urshela, he was on the scrap heap. The Cleveland Indians didn't want him. And all these guys that he, you know, literally reclamation projects, he stockpiled them together and they put together a good run for the Yankees. It's interesting that the San Francisco Giants, the team that got him instead, spacious outfield, totally get it. Uh, but they're trying to tinker. And, and what they've got to me is they're, they're about to be a force again. All of the money of the belt contract, um, you know, Crawford, they got a lot of money coming off the books next year and they're going to be free agent players. They're going to get one of these shortstops. This great shortstop class. Don't be surprised if Carlos Correa Mm. is wearing a San Francisco Giants uniform. The other thing that's dangerous about them, look at their starting rotation. They've got a bunch of reclamation projects that at the moment are all working out. Anthony Gisclafani, he's got swing and miss stuff right now. Uh, Kevin Gossman swing and miss stuff right now. Aaron Sanchez, uh, Alex Wood, Johnny Cueto looked good until he went on the IL. They've got guys that they're going to trade. I'm not saying that this team's going to the playoffs. They're a pleasant surprise. But they're going to accumulate young talent this year by trading these guys they got on one-year deals that, that had swing and missed stuff at one point, got it back, and the Giants are going to be a dangerous team. But you're right. 
The Cardinals should have got Talkman. He would have been a great fit in St. Louis. And he goes three for four in his Giants debut last night. Another team I want to ask you about, because you were on them during spring training, is the Royals. The Giants uh, right now have the, they're tied for the best record in the National League. Royals have the best record in baseball mm-hmm. at 15 and 8. They've won seven of their last 10. Is this sustainable for Kansas City? I think it is. I, I really do. I, I'm wondering if the bullpen needs help. It was. It's a cute idea to bring back Wade Davis, to bring back Greg Holland. For some reason, he can get people out if he's not wearing a Cardinal uniform. Um, <laughs> but this, they're going to have to add to that bullpen. The, the, the Royals, to me, and I said it before the season started, they've just got so much firepower. And, and the, the scary part about their team, if you look at, at their batting averages, Hunter Dozier is off to a terrible start. They locked him up, and they really like him. Uh, Sal Perez is an MVP candidate right now. What he's doing for that team, batting third, walk-off homers, leading the staff, such a good target behind the plate, controls the running game. He's the leader of that of that club, and, and it's fun to see him, the last man standing of that core group that won the World Series years back. He's the last guy, and they picked the right one. He's so important to that team. Whit Merrifield getting on base. Another scary part for that club, Hunter Dozier's going to get going. Alberto Mondesi hasn't even played yet, and, right. and he led all baseball in stolen bases. He's so dangerous. I, 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 I'm sticking with the Royals as the surprise team. And have you been watching my MVP pick, Byron Buxton? Five for five last night, hitting 438 for the Minnesota Twins, eight home runs leading baseball. He's here to stay as well. In his seventh year in the big leagues, you're looking at maybe the most talented player in the American League. I'll put Tatis most talented in the NL. Byron Buxton is more talented than Mike Trout. I'm sorry. You could don't swerve off the highway. Listen to me say that. Watch Byron Buxton play right now. There's no one better. Wow, Greg, we have a very good view on to Olive Boulevard and cars are going left and right. You really just got people <laughs> worked up with that one. Okay, if the Royals are for real, Greg, which team in baseball that got off to a hot start is fool's gold? Ooh. Well, I'm going to go Giants automatically. I don't think that's really going to be sustainable. I'm going to say the Boston Red Sox. There's no chance the Red Sox end up winning the East. Alex Cora is proving that managers matter. He's such a good manager. Winning one nothing last night in a Jacob DeGroom game. I swear there's a popularity issue with that guy. I I don't know what it is because baseball is such a a, fine line between excellence and mediocrity. For some reason, I, 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 why? Nick Pavetta is that dominant for the Boston Red Sox that the New York Mets can't muster a run? I hear this argument all the time. When Jacob DeGrom is pitching, I'm like, I don't get it. There's something mental going on. And then all the guys at work are like, well, he's facing another ace. I've been paying attention <laughs> to this. He's not facing other aces, man. The schedule doesn't line up perfectly like that. For some reason, the Mets don't hit when Jacob DeGrom pitches. He's 2-2 two and two with a 0.5 ERA. That's crazy to me. Uh, the Red Sox got the win last night. I don't think they have enough starting pitching to make this happen all the way through. Matt Barnes has been a good closer so far. I'm not believing in the bullpen either. I think their pitching, even if they get Chris Sale come back, is going to eventually crumble. So I would give you the Giants and the Boston Red Sox in the East. And Greg DeGrom, 188 career starts now, and 82 of them he's allowed zero runs or one run. <laughs> I, come on. He needs to like show up with a bunch of tacos from Taco Bell for everyone before a game and then be a pleasant surprise. I'm like, ooh, are these bean burritos? <laughs> Jacob, thank you. Uh-huh. Like, feed your boys. 
Like, do something. Give them a gift. Because for some reason, they just don't show up to hit. It's the weirdest thing ever. I think Taco Bell's the play, Greg. I think you're right. Um, last one from me. Adoles Garcia named the American League Player of the Week. Is he going to be another one that we have to put on the Cardinals let him get away list? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, without a doubt. And it's painful, right? Uh, and, and look, he's another player that is – there's going to be another one on that list too, by the way. Magnarius Sierra is eventually going to get going. He might be the fastest player in baseball. He, <laughs> he, he's used he's used off the bench right now for the Marlins. Um, but, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, – there are a lot of talented Latin players that the Cardinals have kind of bid farewell to, and that is exactly what this team needs right now. You need an Adolis Garcia running around in center field you, you, so Dylan Carlson doesn't have to play center field. You need, I mean, a Randy, a Rosarena. I mean, just think of the, the great talent. I don't even want to say Voight because we got Goldschmidt playing first base. He's back hitting bombs. But the Cardinals are lacking uh, that flair, and they had it when Ozuna was doing all the stuff in his hijinks in left field. Cardinals need to get that back. They, they have to find that player that is letting go of a lot of similar talent. They have to find an athlete. Go, I don't know where they go to do that, but I've been saying it for a long time. They're one or two bats away from being much better than the Milwaukee Brewers. And the Brewers are scary because they've got their bat on the shelf right now, Christian Yelich. So, Cardinals are going to have to do something to the roster. They're going to have to. Hey, Greg, one more thing before we let you go, and that is I, I have found a comfort level. It's kind of like comfort food. It's like having, like, mashed potatoes or whatever. It's the Cubs being in last place and Anthony Rizzo <laughs> pitching. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you what. Growing up, going to games in college, one of the stupidest things I ever did, me and a couple of my buddies, we went to Wrigley Field wearing all Cardinal gear. We painted our faces. And Love it. it was a complete and utter disaster. But we had to get police escort for us to leave the ballpark at Wrigley Field when I was in college. So many people wanted to hurt us. Thank goodness Gary Gaetti came through in the clutch and hit a two-run blast, and we won the day game. We were talking so much trash. <laughs> harassing, we were harassing Sammy Sosa, who was in right field, and we were just complete buffoons. But I really do know, like all of you, that great rivalry of the Cubs and the Cardinals. And it's funny because with them in last place and the Cardinals kind of floating right now, they're eventually going to attack and I think win this division. It, it, when you watch the Dodgers and, and the Padres right now, you just know what you don't have between the Yankees and the Red Sox right now and what you don't have between the Cardinals and the Cubs. And, and as much as I grew up hating the Chicago Cubs, it's better in St. Louis when the Cubs are good and the Cardinals are good. That rivalry is so much fun. And you're seeing it right now between two teams that really never thought of each other as rivals. But now they are, the Dodgers and the Padres. Why? Because they're both really good. So it does bring the old Greg, the uh, teenage Greg, joy to see the Cubs in last place. But the current broadcaster, Greg, loves baseball so much more when the Cubs and the Cardinals are trying to win the Central. Hey, great to hear your voice. Glad you played well yesterday. Have Yeah, uh, man. So how'd you hit him? Come on, give us a you score here. I, I, I shot in the 80s. So if I shoot in the 80s, I'm a happy camper. I'm not one of these guys that's going to lie and be like, yeah, you know, my handicap's down to a four. No, it's not. Uh, I, I took money from my agent, which is all I wanted to do at the end of the day. It was a good day. Proud of you. Hey, have a great <laughs> one. Thank you very much. We always appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, you guys are the best. Take care. See the great Greg Amzinger joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.